Welcome to Inside Markets, presented by Jackson Square Capital. Today is Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. The information provided was compiled intraday. U.S. equities are broadly higher, with the S&P 500 on pace for about 4.5% weekly gain, which would be the best weekly advance since last November. Bond proxies are the upside standout, with REITs and utilities leading, while defensive groups lag. Energy outperforms after Shell posted a solid Q3 update with plans for increased shareholder return, while long-duration assets like mega-cap tech benefit from lower bond yields. Autos are a source of weakness after parts supplier Aptiv and BorgWarner issued underwhelming results. Densply Serona and Moderna are earnings-driven underperformers within healthcare, while Ansys and Confluent reports weigh on SMID-CAP software. Treasury yields are mostly lower for a second day after yesterday's refunding announcement. Ten-year yields have declined about 26 basis points in the last two days and are now below 4.7%. The dollar index is lower, gold is little changed, and crude ticks higher after sliding about 9% over the last two weeks. Yesterday's equity rally carries over as 10-year yields sink below 4.7% after the Treasury announced plans to slow the pace of increases in long-term bond sales in coming quarters. Weaker-than-expected data also helped drive yields lower in yesterday's session. Data from this morning extends the pullback in yields, with higher-than-expected weekly jobless claims and Q3 productivity taking some heat off rising wage concerns. An impressive 4.7% year-over-year increase in Q3 productivity drives unit labor costs down to 0.8% from 3.2% in Q2. Tomorrow brings the October jobs report and ISM services. Powell's press conference yesterday had a dovish tilt, with the Fed chair sounding relatively pleased with the effort to bring down inflation. House Speaker Johnson said he's in favor of a short-term spending bill that would fund the government through January 15 with an eventual 1% cut to spending. The mention of spending cuts incrementally improves the narrative around increased Treasury supply. The volume of Q3 earnings remains elevated, with an improved batch of overnight reports that include AIG, Allstate, Ingersoll Rand, Eli Lilly, Mondelez, PayPal, Qualcomm, Roku, Starbucks, Shopify, and Supermicrocomputer. The list of companies issuing underwhelming or disappointing results include Airbnb, Cognizant Technology, McKesson, Corvo, SolarEdge, Tenable, Tandem Diabetes, and Zillow. Also noteworthy was an unusual October sales miss from Costco. The afternoon focus is on results from Apple, Booking Holdings, DraftKings, Expedia, Fortinet, Microchip, Paramount, and Block. If you were an early investor in a qualifying small business, you may be eligible to exclude up to $10 million in gains from taxation through what's known as the Qualified Small Business Stock QSBS Exclusion. To learn more, email hello at jacksonsquarecap.com. Markets are largely ignoring yesterday's large ISM manufacturing miss because it contradicts with this month's manufacturing PMI that returned to expansion territory. 
We should also mention that ISM manufacturing has been in contraction territory since October 2022 and has printed worse readings earlier this year. Tomorrow's non-farm payroll data and ISM services report are more important as the Fed is now looking at above-trend GDP and the labor market as key variables. Consensus is looking for an ISM services print of 53, down from 53.6 in September. For tomorrow's jobs report, Consensus is looking for non-farm payrolls of 189,000, down from 336,000. A big miss from either report will result in an imminent recession narrative with a break in the positive correlation between stocks and bonds. Apple results this afternoon could also have macro implications given the setup. The stock has rebounded this week with the other New York Fang constituents, along with positive overnight read-throughs from Qualcomm. However, Qualcomm management called out strength from their Android business and China-based OEMs, where the government has imposed soft iPhone restrictions. 10-year yields are presently trading below our trend inflection range of 4.73%. A sustained close below 4.73% will signal a short-term peak in bond yields. The short-term change in trend will add support to the equity relief rally, assuming there's no immediate shift to a recession narrative. All else equal, 10-year yields in the 4.57% to 4.72% range could drive another 2% advance in the S&P to 4,400. The Goldilocks or soft landing scenario would see 10-year yields falling below 4.48% with a sequence of stronger-than-expected data. We don't see that happening given the current inflationary backdrop, but the low-probability scenario could take the S&P back to summer highs near 4610. For now, we see the 4400 level capping the relief rally and maintaining our tactically bearish outlook. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with friends, family, business associates, or anybody you think can benefit from listening. To learn more about how we apply our insights at Jackson Square Capital, visit us at jacksonsquarecap.com. Investment advisory services are offered through Jackson Square Capital LLC, a registered investment advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. This material is intended for informational purposes only. It should not be construed as legal or tax advice and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified attorney or tax advisor. This information is not an offer or a solicitation to buy or sell securities. The information contained may have been compiled from third-party sources and is believed to be reliable.